What's going on, all you movie lover badasses? Fat Samurai Guy is here with Lady Fat Blood and special guest from the UK, Jamie Powell. Hello. What's going on, buddy? Hello, how you doing? I probably yes. sound very British at the moment. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would try to do a British accent, but as we all know, I am horrible. I don't know. I am a That's disgrace. British, British act, well, the actors in England, they can't do American accents well, so you might as well try. It'll be fine. Well, welcome to another episode of the Verbal Nectar Podcast. That's right. The Ridiculous Name brought to you by Ridiculous People. Yes. So, <laughs> we're going to do more. This is a new format we're trying. Uh, that way, uh, during our podcasts, uh, uh, our viewers can watch us be knuckleheads. And then, you know... We're still going to upload the audio to the podcast episodes on our, you know, Spotify and, and Anchor and all that. So we're still going to do it that way as well. So when you're on the road, if you want to listen to us knuckleheads, have fun. All right. Have us on in the background while you're cleaning your house, you know, having <laughs> sex, whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's what, this, is, this is what you want to listen to when you're banging. That's perfect. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. All right. So today we're gonna talk about all of our favorite genres. One of our one of our favorite genres, which is horror. Horror, yes. We, we are fans. We are fans. And we decided just for fun, just for this week, let's go ahead and pick two. Right? So we picked uh We Summon the Darkness. Oh, look at that. Fancy schmancy And uh, Blood Quantum, which we will also talk about as well. What is one of the reasons why you're such a fan of the horror genre, Mr. Powell? Uh, Well, I guess it was sneaking down when mum and dad were in bed. And I remember um, watching like it, the miniseries. I was about seven and I really wanted to watch it. I thought it wasn't what what it was. I thought it was like some sort of kid show. Yeah. And because there's kids in it. And then I watched it and I think I like shot myself about three times. <laughs> um, and then yeah, I snuck down like middle of the night at like a midnight screen and they had the one at like nine o'clock and then the one at like two in the morning or whatever it was. So that's what I did. I snuck down and yeah, watched that. And that was my introduction to horror. And then I started begging my mum, can we go and rent something the, from the video shop yeah. and um, VHS? And yeah, started renting. And the first one we rented was... Um, Oh, was it a ghost? No, Clown House, which is not very talked about because of its what happened behind the scenes. But yeah, I heard which about I, that. I didn't know at the time, obviously. But what was that, that was like starring a young Sam Rockwell, right? That's right. Yeah, right. that's right. It's one of his first roles, as well as Ninja Turtles, nineteen ninety. But two very different films. But yeah, horror has always been my favorite since then. Watched countless you know grew up watching the freddies and the halloweens and hellraisers and all the rest of it candy man just so many just so many horror films yeah. evil dead 
chainsaw massacres, everything you can think of. And my mum was passionate about movies, about horror films, as well as my gran. My gran could watch uh, anything. My, uh, I think it's called Dead Live, is there? Was it Brain Dead? It's Brain Dead in the yeah. UK mm-hmm. and Dead Live. She could, she could watch that eating pizza. She had no problem. I, I can't do it. I couldn't do it. We have, <laughs> my friend and I have a challenge where we, if we could watch Brain uh, Dead Alive with a pizza and we just couldn't do it. It's the only <laughs> film that can the stomach. So and I've got like Aliens and Alien and, and so yeah. forth. And yeah, but all my life, horror, 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 horror. It's always has been my favorite. It's just such a fun, uh, amazing, and sometimes I feel underrated genre. Like mm. Sometimes a lot of people look down on the horror genre. They're just like, oh, oh God, that, that horror nonsense. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, dude, it's like one of the coolest shit. I, I, I think it's hilarious, though, that people that look down on the horror genre, uh, are, but they love Psycho. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right, they okay. love movies like Psycho. You know, they love a lot of the, basically, uh, uh, Rosemary's Baby. Like, they love that kind of stuff. But, you know, mm. slasher films, that's too much, you know. The, you know, it's just <laughs> like, it's all the same, man. There's different genres of horror out there. Yeah. But it's still it's fucking horror, man. All right, Psycho, he was a slasher. Am I right? Yeah. Norman Bates yeah, was a I'm slasher. Sorry. He was. Yeah, so... In clothing, so... <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about... Uh, we're going to start first with We Summoned the Darkness came out in... Uh, she's the fact checker today. So what year did that come out? Last year. Came out last year, directed by... Uh, Mark Myers. Who? Mark Myers. Oh, I thought she said Mike Myers. Mark. the gravy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Starring... Um, the eyes. <laughs> the eyes and the boobs. The eyes and the boobs. Alexandra Daddario. And um and the rest. Oh, we got old boy from Jackass up in here. Uh, Knoxville, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville, that's right. Yeah. Uh one of the actresses in here uh was uh starred in our favorite film of all time, Hellfest. Mm. <laughs> yeah, apparently she was in that the greatest horror movie of all time. <laughs> Ten stars. <laughs> she can't even play along. She can't the even thing play is, along. I, I did disturb you guys by saying I actually enjoyed that one. Oh, it's, it's, it's complete part of shit, Jamie. It's complete part of shit. I know, but yeah, I'm sorry to let you down, but I didn't actually mind it. It's oh. not the best. Ouch, dude. It's but right. it, 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 we're, stop, most we're stopping the video right now. Let's get. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Hey, it's perfectly fine, man. It's perfectly fine. You like that movie. All right. So. Not Woody... really. <laughs> well, you said you, liked, you said you liked it. You didn't say you loved it. No, it's true. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to let you begin on. Well, this is spoilers, too. We're going to go into spoilers. Okay. Uh, those that are listening right now and watching this, we're going to do spoilers for both films. Uh, go ahead. What's your take on uh, Summon in the Darkness of uh, the the... The eyes and the boobs. <laughs> well, um, I thought it was okay. That was, okay. My, was my words, okay. Um, I thought that the the idea was fine, but it's been done a hundred times. The twists and turns that are meant to have happened, they're meant to be, oh, the big reveal was a bit, yeah, I kind of guessed that as well. It, it's very predictable, but there were some good elements to it. I think some of the effects, I won't say that the, um, the hair on fire looked very good. Um, <laughs> that was 
pretty devastated by that. But um, the yeah, it it's just another sort of average horror movie for today. Really, it's not like the old school horror films. It's more yeah. of a for like teensters, you know, sort of youngsters, those that are younger than me. And I, I thought it was all right though. It was was wasn't anything offensive, and there was some good stuff in there. Like the performances, I think overall were fine. Um, Dario was really enjoying herself but yeah. I, she was very ott um yeah, yeah. i do i think um her looks sell more than her acting abilities <laughs> but um somebody had to say it, had to say it. Yeah, but, but she's not awful she's not god yeah. awful she's trying to, it's almost like she's trying to channel bruce campbell's evil dead uh, i don't know why but i had that feeling when she was like starting to do the eyes and sort of pull these funny facial expressions sort of yeah. like yeah, I'm in a horror film now, bitches, and I'm going to be mad and crazy and people are going to love me. And I'm sort of back like, eh. yeah, yeah, it's been, yeah. but it was fine. I liked yeah. it. It's a sort of stereotypical horror movie for today. I just found it was just okay. It was watchable. Right. It was throwaway, but it was entertaining enough, but it what? was not one I like watch over and over. Was it better than Hellfest? It's probably better film than Hellfest, but <laughs> it's in the same sort of league of its quality, I think. Yeah, um, yeah it, it was fine. I thought Johnny Knoxville was underused. Yes. Uh, we'd like to see more of him and his backstory. Right. Uh, I would like to see more of that, but yeah, it was fine for what it was. Like I said, it didn't you know, blow me out of the water or nothing, but it wasn't god-awful where I, sort of, I want to switch it off or look on my phone or not that I do that anyway. Right, right. <clears throat> Yes, well, overall, <laughs> average, but but not horrible, entertaining in its own way. Yeah, it was, it was fine yeah, for what it was. Yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. Were you, you going to say something? What did you guys think of it? Oh, oh. You pretty much agree? Yeah, it was... I, at first it was like, okay, I, I kind of get where this is going. And, you know, the clues were getting dropped pretty early on that the girls were, were up to something. Yeah. And, and it, it was kind of like, okay, I, I get where this is going. It's fine. It's, it's okay. And, and by the end of the film, I was like, well, I wasn't as insulted and irritated by this as I was with Hellfest. Sorry. <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, I really wanted it to be, like a darker comedy like if they had gone more for the dark comedy route like had had more of that biting edge to it i think i would have enjoyed it a little bit more which yeah. i thought that they were trying to do but i didn't think they quite succeeded as much as they thought they did yeah um, there's a lot of awkward silences in there i think i thought they were i thought they thought that they were on that track and maybe they were on that they were on the right track but they didn't quite have the the enough momentum in that direction like they kind of just stopped too short in too many places to get as far as they wanted to go um yeah. so, you know that was that was a bit of a downer because like yeah you, you had potential you, yeah. you, you could have been better um so not like a total failure like i said i wasn't like, like when i left hellfest i was speechless by how irritated i was i, I couldn't say anything by the story. yeah <laughs> I couldn't say anything. I was so I was so flipping irritated. It was like I have nothing to say. It was like yeah. you know everybody else had everybody else could talk for me. It was like there was nothing. I had nothing to say to, for this. It was it was right. just so stupid. And you know, but you were you were mentioning the music. Okay, so so when I'm watching when I was watching this film when I was watching it, 
I was like, okay, obviously it's micro budget, you know, and they can't afford uh, the rights to like real songs. It looks like they only had one official real song uh, that was played at the at the end. You know, we had a pop song at the end. But what was annoying me though was metal, man, metal. We're here. To, we're gonna rock out, man. We're gonna talk about Cliff Burton, man. We're gonna talk about We're gonna talk about oh, when they, uh, Dave Mustaine left, they, uh, Metallica. Metallica's not gonna be the same, man. We're gonna we're not gonna play any songs. We're not play any songs because they probably didn't have the budget. No. So that was annoying me a little bit because anything, any music that was played was this horrible, generic, bootleg metal. Awful. Like, horrible. <laughs> awful. The songs, the concert they went to, it was terrible. I was like, what are they dancing to this for? It, it just didn't match their sort of persona yeah. or you know, their character arc as such. Yeah. All this heavy metal music and then just listening to this shit. Like, no, I didn't like that at all. Yeah, it would have felt like a more of an authentic 80s experience or yeah. throwback experience. And we had the real music. Yeah. But it was like yeah. super generic, like really bad. What made me laugh, though, was the band they went to go see, the, the lyrics they were singing on stage. <laughs> All I heard was them say over and over, Hail Satan! Hail Satan! We were laughing our asses off. You're like, oh man, this is bad. Yeah. I think it was supposed to be bad. Yeah, but but, yeah. but um it kinda hurt a little bit. Uh, the performances were fine. At first, um the Dario's performance for me was kind of cringy because I was like, Oh, she's trying too hard. And I was screaming for Feruza Balk. I was screaming for Feruza Balk to come <laughs> in. Like I, that's the first thing I thought of was, is she trying to do a bootleg Perusa Bulk impression from witchcraft? I mean, from the craft. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, her performance kind of grew on me a little bit in a dark comedy way by the end of the movie. And then I started to actually laugh and enjoy myself a little bit, especially with the uh, the blonde character, the huge, gigantic caterpillar eyebrows. The Madonna eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, her her too. She was over the top actress, but I think my favorite part between them two was when they were fighting over the gun like a bunch of girls. That that got a giggle out of me because it was so ludicrous. And it was like, yes, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Like something so stupid, two girls fighting over a gun like a bunch of girls. <laughs> that just got to me. Yeah, that was it was pretty funny. It was it was I don't know why it just got yeah. it got to me. But there there was like you said, there was a lot of dead air, yeah. uh, a lot of work going now. But there were, mo especially those, those two guys were the weakest. They were the weakest. Like, dude, why can't you fight against these twigs? Yeah. So grow a pair, for God's sake. You know, that these two girls are coming at them. And they're literally like, oh, I don't know if I can go out there. Fuck off. You can't go out there. Kick their fucking ass. Kick all them big things. All three girls combined probably weigh about 175 pounds. <laughs> combined. No, that's just the Dario and the bosoms. But it's but just I mean, they might they might they might outweigh one of the guys. I mean Especially when they're leaning down at the door and spraying the, 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 the what they spraying? Oh, it was bug spray. Bug spray. I was like, dude, just kick the door. Just yeah. Kick the fucking door, kick the door, kick him in the face. I mean, come on. I did love the tray though. I did love the fact when you whacked her with the tray. So like, thank God one of you is doing something. Yeah, something, right? That, that did make me laugh, I have to say that. Yeah. 
That was funny. But yeah, it's good. That bit was good. I like that. But it was, they sort of just, all that sort of stuff. Sort of, come on. In that situation, any person would have done more than just sort of whimper and sat down in the, now that's quite ring true for me. Too much whimpering. The only the only time it realistically got real for me was when they finally got the damn gun. Yeah. And they were shooting at the door. It's like, okay, now they have a weapon. We don't. I'm like, okay, that kind of makes a little bit more sense, right? Why they're not just going charging out there. But before all that, you know, if, if it was me and you, man, if it was me and you, okay, we would have been out of that house in like five minutes, okay? Yeah, it, I would have walked out. I would, well, I wouldn't have gone with them in the first place, but I've got more sense. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, I, the copper bit as well, when he walks in, and he walks in and he sees all this shit's going on, and he's still walking around thinking, what should I do? Should I continue looking around the house, or should I just, I'd get the fuck out of there and call for backup. Yes. You know, I, anyone who's saying, he runs in after him. I said, no, call for backup. You've got a situation going on here. Yeah. But then we have a film, would we? So yeah. Oh, and you see but, the one guy bleeding out profusely. Oh, let's handcuff the two because they're dudes. Yeah. yeah. The guy that's got all this blood just like pouring out of his arm. No, turn around. I'm gonna handcuff you guys. <laughs> but it's a horror movie, and and one of the one of the laws of the horror film states that everyone has to act like a moron. <laughs> yeah. Not all of the time. Yeah. Not all of the time. time. No. Yeah, most of the time. Uh, but uh, you know, like you said, it it wasn't really an original plot. You know, you have uh, the three girls going off on their trip. They're going to see uh, what was the name of the band? That doesn't matter. And they go to uh, the Hell Satan band, and you know they meet these three douchebags. And you know they're like, yeah, let's go, let's go hang out. The douchebags went back to their place, and uh, they end up drugging uh, uh, the douchebags so they can. Basically, kill them now. Now, the, it wasn't an amazing twist, but I thought it was just a little bit interesting. Only because I was like, "Oh, they're actually working for the church." Mm. That was different. Yeah, you know? yeah. At first, I was like, "Okay, they're just the mur- they're the they're the satanic murderers killing everyone." But no, what they were actually doing. Uh, this is just for the viewers that are watching and, and listening to the podcast, so they know what the movie's about. Uh, of course. They're, what they're doing is they're basically staging, they're killing people, and they're staging it as if occultists, people that love metal music, are doing this. So that way it gets the community riled up. They'll side uh, Dodario's father, which was revealed mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Knoxville, who, who plays the head priest. You see him on TV, you know, you're gonna burn in hell, you know, that kind of stuff. Metal music is like the devil, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, but it doesn't go their way, obviously, and you know shenanigans. Uh, but you know there there were there were mo- they should have dark comedy all the way. You know that Christmas movie you really liked? That Christmas uh, movie you really? Liked? What is it? Uh, is it Krampus? No, it's uh, it was another one starring a uh, young kids, like young teens. Oh. Yeah. It's the movie where it's I've forgotten the name because it's been so long, but I remember you you recommending it. And it's the movie where <clears throat> excuse me, it's kind of a twist where you think 
like the babysitter who's watching the young boy, you think they're getting attacked by... Oh, watch out. Yes. You like yeah. that, right? Yeah, I didn't mind that. That was quite yeah. good. Right. See, maybe if it was more like that, if they kept that tone mm. all the way through, maybe it would have been a little bit more entertaining. But but there was a moment, it's like when, when Dario's, you know, le leaning over and trying to sp spray the fire. No, she's spraying the bug spray. And she lit up a match and was like kind of bootleg flamethrowing it underneath the door. And she's reciting a verse. She's, I forgot the name, I forgot what the verse was, but it was like, Isaiah 45, 20 states, you will all die if you don't give your life to the Lord or something like that, right? While she's blowing the flamethrower. And then after that, the blonde comes over from, you know, she's standing above her. And she's like, woohoo, that's right. Chapter and verse. Smacks her ass. <laughs> that was hilarious. She just smacked the doctor's ass. I'm like, okay, movie. You're giving me up. All right, this is getting funny now. This is getting kind of yeah. now. But then they just kind of dropped the ball again. Like, you really expected Johnny Knoxville to do more. And I, I expected Johnny Knoxville. Obviously, he's like, well, my daughter fucked everything up. There's people dead all over the place. I mean, the Dario ended up killing his, what, ex-wife? Yeah. Right? So there's there's bodies all over the place. I was expecting Johnny Knoxville to throw her out of the, you know, he's like, you know, I have to ch I have to change plans because you fucked everything up. And I was expecting him to throw the Dario out of the window. That would have been more satisfying. But literally, he's just choking her against the wall, and then the hellfish chick comes in, comes in, hits him over the head twice, and that's it. Mm. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Character that was really lame. That was really lame. Well, and he gets away with it because you see him at the end and he's, he's like crying on the news. Like, my daughter was just an innocent victim. You know? And he's like crying. Right. Like, so he gets away with everything. He, his plan basically. Oh, yeah. If you think about it, his plan did succeed. So, so he wins. He does kind of win. The guy kind of wins in that. And we don't mind that. But yeah. if it was a more entertaining, more enjoyable movie, you know, it just kind of felt, I don't know. It felt like wasted potential, especially when the blonde girl gets her head you know, badly CGI'd on fire, set on fire badly. Oh. How funny it would have been as if the rest of the movie, the third act, during the carnage, the fight up in the bedroom, the struggle here and there, you see her randomly running around in the back, still on fire. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. They had a wasted opportunity. Plus, after Daddario does eventually go out the window and dies, they had an opportunity for one more fun little jump scare in a way where they're driving the, you know, the, the, the Hellfest girl, she, you come to find out she's not really in, she's not fully in with this group of slayers and she tries to help the guys. So everybody's dead. Only the good look, not convenient. Only the good looking guy is still alive. <laughs> of course. <laughs> let's, let's kill the, let's kill fat Chris Pratt. And uh, the fat nerdy guy, Corey Feldman wannabe. Let's kill them off. They'll leave the hot guy. So Hellfish Chicken, hot guy, get in the Jeep, and they get up and they escape. As they're escaping, you have the last, you know, Daddario magically appears. So, and then they run her over. How perfect it would have been if the blonde jumped out at the end, all burnt up, and she gets run over. I think yeah. that would have been a, a lot more satisfying. Okay, that was hilarious. She's dead. Boom. Because Dario, her eye was open. She fell from the from the window. She's dead. 
So you mean to tell me she got up in like five seconds, ran across the field, and cut them off to stand there <laughs> like this for one final whatever she was trying to do? <laughs> it almost felt weird. It felt shoot in. It felt like need something extra in here, but it just it was with the wrong character. I think Mario's character should have stayed dead, and then Blondie should have showed up at the end and got run over. I think that would have been a lot more funnier, but. Or she yeah. went on the hood of the car and she's like, I'm going to kill you, you know, while she's like, you know, something like that. I don't know. When, when you, when you, this movie's a tweaker. It's yeah. a tweaker. It's one of those movies you watch and you're like, you know what? All they had to do was do this and then that scene would have been better. All they had to do was tweak this line of dialogue and it would have been made the scene better, you know? It's one of those movies. But yeah. I don't, I don't hate it. Uh, there's definitely way worse horror films out there, and you can, at points, find entertainment out of the film. So, was there anything else we need to point out about? We summon the boobies and the the, the ice. <laughs> we summon the Daria. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I think it's one of them, like you said. It's a, one of those open. It could have had a lot. There's a lot of potential there for more, but it didn't get there. But yeah. yeah. And, it, and another another thing that dropped the the movie dropped the ball was the violence and the gore was weak. Yeah, like this should yeah. this could have been a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, it, again, today's horror films it's, it's like they don't want to go to the old school with like practical effects, etc. And it's like they they get towards it and they think no, we can't go too far. We want to make more money, so we'll just drop it down to like a lower rating to get more people in and such, make money. But I. I Again, it's like I said, it's generic for today to do this sort of thing with all the what they're doing with the violence in the movies. It's just very watered down. And the show, I don't like cutaways when they when they've they got a guy's got a chainsaw and he's going towards somebody with a face. You want to see that go into the face, but these days you just see a yeah. bit of blood go on and that's it. Right. Which it's is just, not which is not the case with the next film. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so are we done talking? Do you recommend? We summon um, the boobies. Summon the boobies. Um, I would say, watch it on, if it's on TV late one night, give it a go. I wouldn't buy it. You know, I wouldn't say go and buy it. It's like a masterpiece or nothing. But if it's on telly and you've got a couple of beers and some friends around, it's a throwaway hour and a half. But it's, a, I, it's, I would it's say, harmless. Yeah, it's, it's, it's okay for what it is, but it's nothing special. Right. That's what I think anyway. Yeah, I agree. Anything? She agrees. <laughs> now, now, I'm curious what you have to say about Blood Quantum. Now, here on the on, on our channel, and on our YouTube channel, and on our Verbal Nectar podcast here, we, we're always honest, right? We're always honest. Yeah. No bias here. You know what I mean? We're honest. If we like it, we like it. If we didn't like it, we didn't like it. So, I mean, and a lot of viewers, they appreciate that about our channel and our podcast. They love that about us, that we don't, you know, we're not shills here. You know what I mean? And if they disagree with us, they call us pieces of shit and they let us know. And, you know <laughs> all good. It's all good, baby. I'm just saying, if we, we can agree to disagree, right? Everybody has different opinions and we can move on with our lives, right? But yeah. um, we we're always honest here. So, and, and our fans appreciate that. But I am actually really curious to hear what you thought about Quantum of Solace. 
<laughs> quantum blood. Blood quantum. Quantum break for Xbox. No. Quantum blood. Blood quantum. Blood quantum. We'll get it right. We'll get it I'm right. screwing it these, up. One of these times we'll get it right. Directed by? Uh, Jeff Barnaby. Jeff Barnaby. Released uh, last year. Uh, what was the name of the uh, the guy from the, the Native American from the, we recognized? What's his name? Oh, uh, that was Gary Farmer. Gary Farmer. Have you? Do you know who that actor is? Have you seen him before? I recognize him, but I couldn't tell you what from. But yeah, he he had a very uh, fun role in the very underrated film that I can't remember the name right now. But it's a it's a starring Johnny Depp, and it's a black and white western. Yeah, and I totally failed because it's right here the name of that movie, but I can't remember right now. She's fact checking. She's fact checking for it. But he plays a Native American in that movie that's kind of helping out Johnny. Dead Man. Dead Man. There it is. Dead Man. Very bizarre, but it, very interesting uh, Western starring Johnny Depp shot in black and white. And he played, his character in that uh, was very entertaining, uh, Gary Farmer's character. Uh, but we recognized him in here, and it was fun seeing him, but I do have issues with the film. Um, but first, I'll let you go uh, with your honest, unbiased uh, commentary. Okay. <laughs> well, I liked the beginning. I really liked the beginning. Um, so I, I didn't have no idea what it was all about. I had not seen any trailers, not read the synopsis, whatever. I just I didn't know anything. I went into it blind. Which is good. And I don't do it too often, but it's nice when, you, when I do do it because you get more out of it, I feel, sometimes. And yeah, it started off the cane. It was, I thought, okay, this is going to be like Pet Cemetery where the animals are coming back to life sort of thing. And then I thought, no, they're, come, they're, they're dead and they come back to life. It's going to be a zombie film. I thought, yeah, and then it, it turns around being a zombie film. And I was fine with that because I like zombie movies. And I thought it started off pretty good, um, sort of getting to know the characters and getting to know what the town's like, etc. And it sort of builds and all, all these things start kicking off in the prison, in the jail. And I liked all that. I thought, yeah, okay, this is building. It's different. It's, it feels low budget, but it feels good low budget, not really bad low budget. So yeah. I was happy going along with it. I like, I like the central character as well. And it was a bit, um, I thought he was quite a likable character and he didn't pull any punches. And he was quite happy to shoot something if he thinks it's not going well. Which character um, is that? Which character is that? Uh, it's the, the is it the chief? The uh, I can't remember his character's name or the actor who plays it. I didn't yeah. research, but the main sort of central character at the beginning, sort of the chief who's going chief around the, investigating the, the town. Yeah, the, the main sheriff. Yeah. <clears throat> the main sheriff. That's right. And yeah. I really liked him, and I thought I quite I quite like his character. And he started investigating things, and things start happening. And and when it gets to the bridge scene, uh -huh. and yeah. his mate pulls out the the um the chainsaw uh, and it goes in the back of the head and I thought okay they're gonna cut away no they looking well did not they went right through her mouth and then they had like a side shot and where you can see the chainsaw coming out of them oh my god I absolutely loved that that was like that was like old school horror in a way yes. it's like it wasn't showing away shying away from it it was showing you Yes. And and practical effects as well. It was there was some practical effects used here, and I love practical effects more than CGI any day. Yes. And, and when they, I thought, and it started off, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And then it, it it kind of turns into Land of the Dead, and and not that I'm dissing Land of the Dead. Um, it's not the best of his work, but uh, I thought it kind of threw all that away. 
it sort of builds to this on the bridge. They have the, the sort of like the start, what I thought was the start of something. Yeah. And I would much love, I would much instead of like cutting a few months later, I much preferred to stay with that cop going around the town. Yes. Going, going to find out, fight off all, all these zombies or whatever. That would have been more of a film for me. I would have liked that more. And I yeah. thought this was a start of something like that. And then it just sort of stopped. And it, was, it was one of those films that starts, stops. It starts off with something. You think, oh, this is, and then it stops. And it's like it becomes, and it focused on the love story between the, the young couple and, and they're having a baby and all that. And I thought, oh, I really, I, I just really didn't buy that too much. The, yeah. the acting between those two was terrible as well. But, <laughs> but are, you, um, are you ashamed of me? Oh, God. Are you ashamed of me? It was just so, so badly written and, and, that, and those two and the acting was really poor. There were some good stuff, story elements there with all the, what was going on and, and it, it, it just sort of changed and I think they should have stuck with what they had. I think they should have stuck with going around with the chief yeah. investigating all these different <clears throat> places. I wanted to see the guy eating the chickens for fuck's sake and he wasn't even there on the <laughs> So I was really, I wanted this. I really want to see that. I thought that was, I want to see this, but he doesn't go there, stupid kid. So, so yeah, it was all right. It slowed down and it sort of builds towards a okay ending, but it was a bit predictable. And it, the ending reminded me of um, Children of Men as well, for some reason, all the stuck out in the boat. That's highly original, isn't it? Let's get stuck in the boat in the middle of the lake so nobody can find us. It, uh, just, it was all right. It was, it was sad and all that. Well, also, but, uh, well, also, with children of men with the whole she's like the chosen one she even mentions the, the, the you know the mother of the young girl she even mentions everyone looks at me like i'm the chosen one and you know because i'm the one that's pregnant and well, you know they kind of isn't that similar to children of men though right well, no. that similar plot or her, her concern was that her she was like everyone looks at her like her vagina is Pandora's box because they don't know what's going to happen with her baby right right they don't know if it's going to turn inside of her and eat her and then turn her into a zombie like they don't know what it's going to do to her right. not that she's the last thing that can give birth to it's not like it's not like they've lost the ability to give birth like in yeah. children of men. i don't know i felt that. i felt like the movie was similar to, to they went out of their way to kind of make her feel like she was important i thought yeah because well, cause nobody else was pregnant walking around. Well, like, there there was that element, but it that's what it just felt like that to me. It just reminded me of yeah, she's the chosen one. We got to protect the chosen one, kind of. Thing. But uh, I, I do agree with you on the, uh, the pacing being off and how the movie did start to get exciting. And I, I man, I I just smiled ear to ear uh, with the chainsaw effect kill. And, and, and especially, I think my favorite, besides the chainsaw effect, was was Samurai Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Samurai yeah, Grandpa. The, right in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Samurai Grandpa and um, and the one part where the, uh, the, the sheriff and the, the big guy, they go out to clear a nest of, za of zombies or the Zeds or whatever they call them. And the sheriff's walking in the dark. And then all of a sudden, it's just... Upside down zombie just falls like this through the floor, or no, through the outside, and it's just he's dangling there by his entrails, by his intestines, and he's all like grabbing. And then sheriff goes on the outside and he looks up, and then the guy's up there with the chainsaw because he just cut it in half. He's like, "Sorry about that." 
<laughs> the little things like that were funny. But it was just, it was weird though, because the movie, it seemed, you have the comedic elements, and then you have the forced drama elements, like you mentioned, with the, with the yeah. couple. And uh, I think they're saying to me, yeah they were adding which like, word tone what tone is and, this movie you know what was bad is that they they had that and we already we had so much familial drama going on we had we had the young couple we had the we had the 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 sheriff and the ex-wife okay right we had their son who had his girlfriend who was pregnant uh-huh. but then we had his brother, his older brother, who was his father's first son from another mar- from another woman who died young, who was in a foster care system. So he was bitter at the dad. So they had this terrible relationship. So we had like this massive family drama going yeah. on in this giant story in the middle like this giant family whirlpool going on throughout this whole movie it's like i think one thing would have been enough either you have the brother drama with the brother and the the two brothers and the dad yeah that would have worked either you have just that Mm -hmm. or you have the one son and the pregnant girlfriend drama you either have one or the other because it just it ended up being way too much it's like the movie didn't know what to focus on yeah because the brother that that kind of ended up being like this crazy because like you said like the beginning like the the first third of the film was really promising like you Mm -hmm. said jamie and you know but by the time they jump cut to the six months later they had this compound and it was starting to feel like walking dead and i'm personally really burned out from the zombie genre i'm kind of done with it all like there's been just too much in the past 20 years uh, right. uh, with zombie films, I'm kind of done with it all. Unless it's done well. Yeah, it's, you know. Yeah. It's, she, she's, she, still, yeah. she, she can enjoy it. it, it like, I, I'm very, very selective when it comes to zombie right. films. And, and I was, I, to give this movie credit, they did do something a little bit different with the zombie genre in that this is a Native American. Well, not this isn't Native, like, American. This is more Native in that it's it's a native story it's um it's in canada so it's technically north american um so when i say native american i don't mean united states of america i mean north american the north continent um so it's a native tale where for some reason and they don't really explore this the natives are immune right to the zombie bites and it only affects the animals to a degree the dead animals come back and the the white people and we don't know who else aside from right. the natives right. we don't know who else is affected but we know for sure that white people they they blow their shit and they die and they come back and they'll kill right. you but they don't explore that yeah. they don't explore why they don't explore why the natives are are immune to this you see the you see the sheriff he's been bitten so many times he takes his shirt off and he's got like all these bites on right. his back right you know they establish that they're immune to this like well, that's very fascinating, but why? Yeah, we, <laughs> so, we so need a little bit more They've come up with this fascinating story, right? and they don't really go anywhere with it yeah. because we're so seeped in this human drama. Which when you come, when you come up with these zombie tales, it, it, it always has to be seeped with, with human drama. It always has to be, oh, well, you've got the zombie story, but then you always have to turn it inward, and mm-hmm. oh, well, it's always about how shitty humans are to each other. You know, right, right, right. It, it can't always be. Oh well, you've you put a new spin on the zombie. 
corner, which this movie tried to do, but then it also tried to do the Romero thing, which tried to put the social commentary on it. Right. So it's like, well, you tried to do the one thing, which was really cool, mm-hmm. but you didn't explore it enough. Right. So there's really the only one line from Gary Farmer's character is when he's, when they're talking about it, and he kind of just briefly mentions because I mean, like you said, it's not a virus. You know, like a, you know, a scientific virus by the military or gone rogue or whatever. It's it's you know nature fighting back basically. He's saying basically, it, it, nature like the mother Earth found a way to take us and like use us to fight back against all the <clears throat> shit we've done to it. Right. It's, and, it's one of those. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> we don't know. You know, besides white, besides white people, <laughs> we don't know yeah. if any other people outside, as well as white people, are getting. Uh, coming back, you know, zombified, becoming Zed. Right. So, they, like you said, they did bring up the fascinating element of how the, the this, this group of people and their 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 race is not affected by it, right? Right. But really, Gary Farmer says this one line, and he only says, "Like maybe the planet has forgotten about us." That's and, it. And that's why we're not affected. Maybe it's not that we're immune. Maybe we've just been forgotten about. Yeah. And that's, that's again, it's interesting. fascinating and interesting. But, but we, we've... We need more. We need more of that. We need more explanation. Yeah. We need more, you know, so. And, you know, a lot of zombie films in the past don't really explain a lot with their plots. You just It's just a zombie apocalypse now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... In, in defense of the film, it doesn't have to, but I know. when you introduce something different, yes, right, it would have been nice to get a little bit more explanation on that. So that was kind of a downer. Yeah, and if you're gonna take, if you're gonna, you know, go the ballsy route and you're gonna do something that's kind of different like this, right? Then yeah. maybe you should try like with to do Get something. Out, like with the with the horror film Get Out, mm-hmm. right? You think the whole movie's going some way, right? And obvious, you think the movie's going some way. But then at the end, when things get more explained, then you're like, oh, okay, now this makes sense. And now I understand why things are happening the way they're happening, right? Uh, but this, this is just one line. And, and another thing I didn't like was uh, some characters were just evil for some reason. Like you have Gary Farmer, you have the girl that uh, didn't want to suck the, the asshole brother's dick, all of a sudden, they're with him, and they're helping him. That What? Gary Farmer went from defending the bridge against the zombies. He went from that guy to, all right, yeah, I'll help the asshole guy who just got his dick bit off. I'll help him. I'll help him uh, sabotage the compound, and let's let uh, Anne Hathaway zombie Let's let Anne Hathaway zombie in there and, and wipe out the... Like, why? Like, that, where did this come from? Like, and then the church, they're setting up the church. They're setting up, setting up the, you know, the, the humans in there to get eaten up. You know, they're, they're, it was a setup. And the girl's there helping out. Why? And the whole movie, really, the asshole brother was really the asshole. Yeah. All the other characters were kind of likable, right? So it just was strange. Did you did you feel the asshole brother's death was just kind of? I, I I feel like when the asshole brother finally died and they were ripping him apart, which all cool, awesome gore effects in the movie. I love the gore effects. But when they're ripping him apart, I just didn't care by that point. 
Did, were you I think <laughs> huh? I just couldn't do the monkeys. I really couldn't. I was like, to be honest, this character was so nothing to it. It was so bland and generic in the sort yeah. of vibe. This is the one we're meant to not like. He's just an asshole. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, like so most of the characters I thought were, other than the chief, were just throwaways for me. But yeah. the, it, yeah, it, it, it had, a, more, it, had a, it had an idea, but it didn't have the execution. That's what I yeah. felt with it. It was and, more. Yeah, it was more fitting that his character died after getting his dick bit off. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, that asshole deserves that. He deserves that. That's his death. We don't see him anymore. Hilarious. Ha ha ha. All right, let's move on now. But at the end, it's like, why did he stab the good brother? Why? Why did he do that? And then why did he sabotage the compound? I was like, hell, I guess I ain't got no dick. Yeah. I guess I ain't got no dick, so fuck it. I'm gonna everyone's gonna fucking die now. Yeah. If I can't fuck, everyone's fucked. You know, <laughs> it's like why? Is that that it? Yeah. And why is Gary Farmer helping the dickless man? Yeah. Why? And then, like, at the end, like, you know, he just gets ripped up. And he, first he gets stabbed. You know, Samurai Dad, he gives the knife to, you know, the good brother. And the good brother, he's sad because he still loves the evil, you know, the asshole brother. And he stabs the asshole brother. Like, why? Well, all the zombies that off. He's not going to go anywhere. And then when he gets ripped apart, it was this big dramatic music, and the, we have the drone shots of all the zombies running to their meal, and they're ripping them up, and he's like, Ugh. "It just, it just was not satisfying." I was like, "This, that was me." And know? I was, I was irritated when the sheriff died. Yes, I was like, that was the most unheroic way to kill off that character yeah he did not deserve to go out in such like a fizzled out limp dicked moment like yeah. like he, he needed, he, he he needed a more heroic like the grandfather died a more heroic death yeah. kind of even though you didn't really see it because they kind of implied that they kind of implied that he they had that like that weird stop motion whatever that whatever that animation was they grabbed where, the animators from mandy yeah <laughs> yeah but maybe that was just Maybe it was implied that that was his spirit saying you should not cross this line that because he, he he wouldn't have survived that there's no way you could have survived yeah. all those zombies yeah. you know the the grandfather kind of had like a more heroic death yeah. where he's like taking everybody yeah. out with his sword and all that yeah. shit but the dad just is like hold the door he's doing the hodor shit i'm gonna hold the door and tell my grandkid i was an awesome whatever tell him big tales about me or whatever and then oh i'm dead the, the, the zombie just busts down the door and oh i'm getting gutted it's like that was the worst way to kill off yeah. the only like one of the only of two good characters well we feel like by that point we finally got to know him a little and it was just like okay now we kind of got we know what tick makes this guy tick we know what we like about him we know what we kind of iffy about his character but now we're on board with him let's see oh he's dead <laughs> i actually thought when he was saying tell Tell stories about me. I thought you prick. Yeah, seriously, like so big-headed. I was like, I want. I'm gonna die. I want my legend to live on. He's, he's just a show of a, of a fucking town. Gonna say, <laughs> if I was dying, be like, just tell my wife I love her. I'm dead. Bye bye. That's so it. what you're saying is Steven Seagal. So what you're saying is Steven Seagal from Executive Decision had a better heroic death. Oh my god. Uh no. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> 
Now that that pissed my dad off when that happened because my dad, <laughs> my dad went to the stage like the Steven Seagal movies. I thought it was quite hilarious. But and, <laughs> and when he got up to the plane, I thought, oh, here we go, here we go. No, we don't. Off he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what, what was the point of getting in the bloody film? Anyway, we're getting off track. But yeah, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. That oh, is. So, yeah, so is that, that's actually what he said. <laughs> he said, "Remember my legend." No, he or? said, "He said, tell, remember, my, tell my grandchild tall like tales about me, like tell like." Basically, he was saying, "Make me look like tuck me up big in front of my grand. Make sure my grandchild knows me, like uh, like." It, I think people know my balls were big. You know, it's like kind of like that, kind of, <laughs> which is <laughs> awkward because it's a girl. So don't do that. Don't do that. That's that's weird, boy. Don't, guys, don't do that. But um um yeah, it would have made more sense because up to that point, you know, he he was trying to help people, and it yeah. made more sense of him for him to have dialogue like "just leave me go." Tell my grandchild I love her. I love you guys. That's it. See, tweaker, tweak, tweak yeah. yeah. Again, tweak this it. this had a lot of potential. This was it. it, looked, it looked great. I, I I didn't hate this film. Like I, good I don't, gore effects. Yeah, the, the gore was the gore was solid. It was it was good. There was a lot of good gore in there. Um, yeah. And can I just go on a little mini tangent? Oh, I'm scared. No, no, no. Because <laughs> because no, go ahead. No, 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 no. <laughs> There, there are some people out there that don't like gore. Yeah. There are some people out there that get like really, really snobby. Yeah, the, the people to, that love Rosemary's Baby. When it comes to when it comes to films that have gore in it. Right. You know what? Get the stick up out of your ass, man. Yeah. Get it out. Just pull it out. Get some lube. Pull it out. Maybe you'll enjoy it. I don't know. I understand where this video is going. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, there's some people out there that are just, they look down on gory horror films. And yeah. I get it, not all horror films need to have gore. Yeah. But when it's there, enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. It's fantasy. Jesus. It's fantasy, you know. Some of us like it because it's not real. But it's also okay. And it's, and it's a craft, too. There's yes. a There's a craftsmanship to it because yes. there's some really shitty gore effects out there. We have We've seen it. Tom Savini's out there. <laughs> Have Joe Castro, shout out to Joe Castro. That's right. We have a lot of talented people out there that make amazing practical effects, makeup effects, and gore effects. There's a lot of hard work goes into this. There is an but art form I, to it. Yeah, there is an art form. But I have to say, um, you know, it's okay to like both. Yeah. Don't be a snob about when it's yeah. there. It's okay to like Evil Dead 2. And Rosemary's Baby, you can like Psycho, and you can like Dawn of the Dead. Like it's okay. I think all of them, like Babadook and Dead Alive, are two very different films. And I'm, t- and you know what? That's the thing, though. I'm not a snob when the gore isn't there. You know what I'm saying? Right, it's right. like I'm not a snob about the Babadook. I love the Babadook. I love psychological films. Yeah, Hereditary. Yeah. Yes, I love. Well, there's a little bit of gore in there. There's, de- there's like a decapitated body in there. Okay, there's like there's like shit that goes on in that movie. But I'm just saying that when there are some people out there that get so like Ugh. snobby when gore is in horror films, and it's yeah. like, give it a chance. You know, going with an open mind. It's like, dude. It's like with the Final Destination movies. Yes, those movies are fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, and some of them are worse than others. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but 
some of those effects, come on. Yeah. I yeah, know, we're, I know we're the, watching them for the effects. I know the movies are not good. I'm yeah. not saying the movies are good. Right. I'm just saying sometimes sometimes the practical sometimes the effects are sometimes the effects are kind of like the highlight. Yeah. They're your yeah. Sometimes the effects people watch the final destination movies just to see the people die in, in the most weirdest ways. Right. Yes. It's like Tom and Jerry is bloody violent if you've ever seen you know, it's like and but yeah, I had to get it's yeah, it's in scratchy. But it's um yeah, I, I love I you know, I don't have no issue with gore or nothing. I in fact these days, like I said earlier about today's horror movies, they seem to shy away from the gore. I want to bring the gore back because Yeah. yeah Terrifier. Yeah. Oh terrifier. That's that, that's split audiences, pun intended. Yeah. Um I personally, I've let, I recommended that to a few friends. And one of my friends, Lisa, I lent it to her. And she likes sort of generic horrors. I said, you watch Terrify and tell me what you think. Oh, no. And, <laughs> and about halfway through, I got a message saying, you sick fuck. I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, did you like that bit, did you? He said, no, I did not. I said, oh, you need to go and watch Bone Tomahawk now. Go and watch that one. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Um, I still need to watch that one. I know it's not horrible. Oh, the Nightingale. The Nightingale. Oh God. Now is that is that? <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually a whole. It's not a horror film, but what happens is so horror? horrific. It's a drama. It's okay. a very heavy, depressing drama. I haven't and watched it yet. Everything that happens is is bad, and okay. like um, it's about this girl who gets. I don't want to say anything. You're going to watch, you haven't seen it, so I'm not going to say anything. But just say that it, it turned my stomach. Um, and I don't, that never happens. Wow. But, and I've seen a lot of these sort of films where this sort of thing happens. But the something about the way this film was done was so gritty and nasty and ballsy. It had balls to say what it was saying, All right. to show what it was showing. And it... It's one of those films where it's it's so hard to watch of what's happening, and you feel, and you, but you go through this sort of experience with this girl, and what she faces, what she goes through, and it, the filmmaking is fantastic. Um, and it's the same one that made um Babadook, and you can tell it's, she's got a sort of like um she's not scared to go there. She's and I just absolutely I love I liked it, but I wouldn't watch it again because it was so harrowing. What was going on? Yeah, it was it I. I'm not, um, I'm no pussy with these sort of things, but I just, it just made me feel really uncomfortable and really, and that's what it was meant to do. So therefore it can't really take that away from it. And it is a fantastic film. Yeah. It's long, it's slow. It won't be for everybody, but my goodness, it's harrowing. And I really recommend it to you guys. Cause yeah, it, just, it just showed up on, uh, it just showed up on Hulu. So I got it in our queue. So we'll definitely watch it. And maybe we can get together on another podcast episode and talk about the Nightingale. Yeah. Is, that, is that Baby Yoda? It is. Yeah, my wife bought me this. There's <laughs> <laughs> no shame. No, no. I'm you love Baby Yoda too. <laughs> yeah, so do you recommend Quantum of Blood Solace of uh, whatever? Um, I, I don't. Despite the appreciate, yeah. Go ahead. You go first. I think if you watch the first one, the um, we summon the darkness. That would be more of a film I would recommend over the two. Um, it's, it's Midgley, but 
Uh, I would say, again, it's one of those films you put on if you're drunk. Or maybe a few more drinks than when, you, when, than when we summon the darkness, maybe. When you've yeah. done We Summon the Darkness and you're a bit more drunk, then yeah. watch the other one. It's not bad. I wouldn't say, again, I wouldn't buy it. If it's on telly, got nothing else to do. It's, it's not that long now and half, whatever. So it, it could do worse. But there's just so many better films out there that, especially, yeah. I mean, especially zombie films, you know, you know Night and Living Dead and 28 Days Later. They're the films I would say they're the ones you should watch. Yes. Not this yeah, well, it, yeah. It, it was very well made, very well directed. Just the pacing was off, and and it did feel like it was two movies. Yeah, I thought mm. some of the cinematography was quite nice. There's some yeah. nice shots. There's some nice shots here and there, but yeah. yeah, it's two films very badly mixed. I would only recommend it because it's one of those movies where I was like, okay, that was interesting and entertaining at points, but I'll never watch it again. No, me neither. But I would recommend it only. If you're a zombie movie, kind of, yeah. yeah. You yeah. must watch every zombie movie ever made or have it in your collection of zombie films. You have to have all zombie movies, which is insane. I wouldn't recommend all zombie movies. No, uh, not But if, it's, if you're a connoisseur or if you want something a little different, maybe not satisfying, but a little different, then yeah, I guess you could recommend, uh, we, you know, we can recommend. Yeah, that's what, I would, that's what I would say. If you know that it's, it, it is different, but you're, it's, it's not going to fulfill its potential. Yeah. No. There's so much potential in there, and you're never going to get that sweet spot of, damn, this could have been something, and yeah. it just didn't quite hit the mark. Yeah. Um, but it is. It does have some interesting ideas in there. Yeah. It's yeah. not awful. That's potential. No. So the next time we do this, are you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you recommend the next two horror movies. Okay, cool, yeah. I'll have a thing. Okay. We can do Nightingale. Maybe we can do Nightingale and another one. I'll have to find. I'll think. I'll, I'll have a think. See what I can think of. Something. Something totally different from Nightingale. That'll be fun. Completely different. <laughs> Trolls World Tour. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. Horror, horror. No, no. I'm joking. I'm joking. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't that is it. horror. <laughs> That's horror for Lady Fat Blood. That's awful. <laughs> Hellfest. You'll never see me. No. Again. <laughs> no more well this was fun brother that's yeah, right great. you got to do this again uh those that are watching and uh, listening to the podcast please go over to mr jamie powell's youtube channel like share and subscribe did you hit 500 sir he's over 500 oh, he's God. over 500 look at you that was fast damn There's nothing right. you're like nearly twenty thousand. you know it's, it's Oh, Mine's like a couple of pea drops. Yours is a full cavity bag. You know, it's fantastic. We haven't budged in like two years. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay, dude. It's all right. But, but I, I'm really, really pleased with what I've got. I'm re I've worked so hard to get there. So yeah, congratulations again. So again, viewers and listeners, head over to Jamie Powell. Subscribe to his channel if you love films and love cinema, like we do, like we all do. Make sure you go over there and subscribe. Let them know Fat Samurai Guy sent you. <laughs> Represent cinema and movies, which is the same thing. <laughs> all right. We're going to end this episode of the Verbal Nectar Podcast. We'd like to thank all of you guys again for listening and watching. Uh, if you are out and about, uh, this will be uploaded to Spotify, Anchor, and many others. So thanks again for hanging with us, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you, Jamie. We'll see you again. Thanks, buddy. man. Thanks, guys.